Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. Hey, we're live. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Rob. Greetings, Earthling. <laughs> okay. What's going on, everybody? It's Jeremy Turgeon from Brassman Reptiles. And I'm Rob, and I'm creeping a real. And apparently we're all Earthlings, according to Rob. Yeah. I mean, when you're weird like me, everyone else is an Earthling. Okay. Yeah, and I'm an extraterrestrial. Oh. That's really? why I don't fit in. That's kind of cool, actually. Just okay. wait until um, it's not Trump anymore. Wait until Biden declassifies aliens. 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 Short tail pythons. Ah, uh, that's gonna be that should be your thing. I have that meme saved uh. of the guy from Ancient Aliens where he's going like, <laughs> "Oh boy, aliens!" And I just changed it to be like short tail pythons. pythons. <laughs> Jesus, I love it. Oh man, so we are officially live on YouTube, and uh, I know I was doing it on Facebook and YouTube, but I'm just doing it specifically on YouTube primarily because. Uh, it's really hard to watch two chats at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little difficult. Because <laughs> uh, we only see the YouTube chat. Um, we don't see the Facebook chat. So it's all here. It's all on YouTube. Exclusive. Um, once we uh, dial some things in, I, I want to change a couple of things up on the layout here so it can be a little cooler. Um, we're we're going to change it up. We're going to get ring lights. I was just trying to think of all the things that Donnie told us that we need for us to look pretty. And oh. ring lights are a thing that you need to look pretty. And I don't have That's a ring true. light. So I, I have a, a slightly less aggressive LED light in the room. It's still aggressive, but it's a little less aggressive. So I look really pasty. And, and so does Rob. You can still see my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So we're here. So this is uh, our final January episode of 2021. Of 2021. Um, and we're uh, doing so, resource episodes. That's right. So we're yeah. going to be talking today about uh, finding community in the reptile hobby. In the reptile hobby. Finding community in the reptile community. Yeah. Full I mean, because, you know, back in the day, it was much more difficult to find, you know, people who are into the same things that you're into. But now with the internet and the ability to travel much easier than previously before. I mean, not since COVID, but uh, <laughs> up until COVID, it up was very easy COVID. to travel. And like, I know several people who have been to the ham show in Germany. And it's like, if you had asked people it, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, hey, did you go to Germany for a reptile expo? People would be like, excuse me? What? I will not drive to the one the next state over because it's too far. <laughs> so um I think that now we are kind of in a, a golden era of finding community and finding people who are into the same thing that you're into because if you go on Facebook or go on you know, Morph Market or whatever, you can just type in the thing that you're interested in and boom, boom something's gonna up. pop up. Yep. Almost always there's something that's gonna pop up. That's it's very true. rare that you type in a species and nobody pops up whatsoever. Yeah. Because there's somebody doing it. There's got to be somebody doing it. <clears throat> it's true. In today's world. In today's world. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of them are online, but. That's true. But, but there's so many different ways that you can find community in the reptile hobby. And, you know, some people 
kind of tout themselves as being, you know, I'm strictly an animal person. I don't like people. And it's like, okay, this episode is not for you. Stop listening right now. <laughs> if that's you, stop listening. I don't yeah, care. Um, the rest of us, regular reptile keepers. Regular. Hey, you know, I love short tail people. I love them. Like people with short tails? Yes. Okay. I mean, we all technically have short tails. Uh, <laughs> I, I love people who keep short tail pythons. Like that community to me is just like my favorite. Those guys are so tight knit. Mm-hmm. Guys and gals. They're so tight knit. They, uh, you know, help each other out. They are constantly, you know, lifting each other up, encouraging people. You know, when you ask questions, they give you valuable input for the most part. Um, But that community to me is like, oh, it's just so amazing. And then there's other communities that are not always as, you know, accepting of new people or, or people in general and it's kind of cutthroat and blah 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 and all that stuff yeah but f- as far as you know that community to me is kind of like family and if you do if you're just about the animals cool but you're missing out on all these opportunities to meet some really incredible people uh For not sure. just in the short tail community but like in the greater reptile hobby as well you know every hobby has its scumbags every hobby has its mm-hmm. uh ding dongs who <laughs> yeah i said it are uh you know not gonna be beneficial to the overall good but a lot of those people don't hang around that often that's true and they're, and they're, usually they're not they're not even around yeah very for a they very long period of time to say something negative and then they disappear into the shadows yep yeah no it's it's definitely very true and i mean i've been more recently like in in the the short tail um group scene mm-hmm. just a little bit i i don't really post all that much um but i just check in and see and i, I mean I, I definitely agree like i see that like camaraderie that people want to lift each other up and, and push each other to the next level and like start when you see people starting to talk about projects um you know i'd be like oh man like i really like what you're trying to pull out of this you know like i can't wait to see what you do like all, all that kind of stuff I, I definitely appreciate seeing that um even if it's not the seasoned breeder yeah you know if it's somebody who's got like their first pair of, of short tails that they're trying to breed um and that's huge. You know, that support is massive. You know, I mean, I think about some other species groups. We're looking at you, ball pythons. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and it's just like consistently cutthroat and chaotic. Yeah. And, and it's like, man, what gives, dude? Like, what's the point? What is, what is, what's your goal? What's your end yeah, game? There's no, there's no end game. There's no more $100,000 ball pythons. There's yeah. no end game what is, anymore. What's, uh, I like, I, I get it. Like it's annoying to go into a group and see the same question 47 times in a row. Yeah. Uh, I get that. That's annoying. But for people who show up with genuine questions, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, there's no reason to cut them down and to just degrade them over, over that sort of thing. It's not worth it. What, what good does it do? What good net good does it bring your life to do that? To like cut somebody down like that? Exactly. It just doesn't. No, not at all. Mm. And I mean, I think the other thing to think about too is like in the, like a lot of times you'll see people like, man, I wish they would just do their research. Yeah. You know, but for a lot of people, especially newer people and younger people coming into the hobby, like 
sometimes a Facebook group is somebody attempting to do research. Do some research. You know. But in that same vein, so here's the deal. If you are listening right now and you are new to the reptile hobby. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> yes. My name is Rob. And I like bloods and short-tail pythons and scrub pythons. And when you join hi, your... Yeah. Hi, Rob. <laughs> uh, when you join your first little set of reptile Facebook groups, what I need you to do, not want, what I need you to do is hold your questions for one month one month don't ask any questions just read mm. just read just watch what other people are doing just lurk be a lurker this is this is me encouraging you to be to creepy lurk. and to lurk oh, in the God. background and just watch what everybody else is doing but don't say anything sponsored by rob yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just just take in information and check your group if you're on Facebook. If this is if you're on Facebook and you're in a Facebook group, check your group resources because, like the blood yeah. and short tail group, they've got this huge thing saved of like frequently asked questions, and your question has already been asked five hundred thousand times, and it's been answered forty five. Like <laughs> it's been answered ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Uh. So, for those generic questions, check your group resources watch what other people are asking you know if if you you'll see like the, one of the things yeah. that like rubs me the wrong way is when people come in and they're like who's got this thing and it's like if you watch the group for a week you would see who's doing that thing <laughs> i promise yeah i promise because most people are posting on at least like a weekly basis for the people who are like really into really it. into it yeah um so if you're like, I'm looking for a really dark Sumatran short tail python, instead of going on there and your first 10 minutes in the group being like, who's got these things? If you just like <laughs> looked at the pictures a little bit. Yeah, you could figure that out. You could figure it out real yeah. quick. Even if even if it's not someone who uh, is breeding them, you could be like, where did you get yours from? And yeah. ta-da, you've got someone where, where it came from. So and and doing that due dil diligence and showing that you've got a little bit of situational awareness to say, Hey, look, I'm not going to ask the, I heard blood pythons are mean. Are they mean question that's been asked 27 billion times? But are they? <laughs> Depends on how you hold them. <laughs> Cause unless, I got some real friendly you're my ones. Ocelot short oh, tail. Yeah. There's, there are <laughs> exceptions to the rule, <laughs> but dude, I think, I think Barchek said it best in uh in one of his snake talk episodes when uh he was saying you know my the biggest thing with the biggest problem with reptiles is that they don't read the books true <laughs> they definitely don't they do not care what your book says yeah at all <laughs> Ooh. yeah 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 oh boy <laughs> no that's i but <laughs> i'm gonna just glaze right over that so <laughs> The, uh, the the Facebook groups can be a huge resource, but like I said, read read for a week, mm. maybe not a month. Like I get it. People today are not patient. Patience is yeah. a superpower in today's society. If you have to true. wait a week to get your new snake shipped to you, you're losing your shit. Bad seller review. They made me wait a full week because it ate the day before I purchased it, and it wasn't safe to ship it. Ah, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you'd just take a breath. I know you're excited. I'm excited too. I want you to get your new snake. Right. But I also don't want to put this animal at risk. Yep. Legit. Um so 
just take a minute, calm down. I know everybody's excited when you get a new snake. Hashtag new snake day on Instagram. Take a look at it. It's fun. Um, but if you just take that minute to just soak everything in, like I said, just, just for a week. Take one week, seven days. You don't even have to check the group every day. But just yeah. take seven days of not commenting anything or, or making a new post. You can comment on stuff and be like, oh, that's cool. But don't ask any questions for one week and just see what you learn. Because yeah. I bet you you'll learn a ton of things in one week that uh, you m- might not have learned just by posting a, hey, will you spoon feed me this information? Uh, yeah. And, and granted, <laughs> there are other places where you can learn things podcast ta-da we're on a podcast right now and you could be learning from podcasts reptile talk is not meant as a this is how you keep this type of snake and this is how you raise them and this is how you breed them there are other people who do that there's other people who do it well that's not what our intention was with reptile talk right if you are interested in that sort of thing check out morelia python radio some of their back catalog they've got tons of information it's mostly focused on snakes but tons of information with different kinds of people uh, how they raise and breed different types of carpet pythons, short tail pythons, people who talk about white lip pythons and this and that and the other thing. And there's, it's a huge resource. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's literally someone's, it's as if you're sitting in on a conversation about how you take care of this animal. And it's incredible. But people, I think even that listen to a, listening to a two hour podcast, they're going to go, oh, it's not typed to me directly right now and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, you just i want to hear it directly from the person myself to me in a <laughs> one-to-one conversation yeah. it's there there are opportunities for that but if you want to get that sort of one-on-one do it in an expo i know that covid's kind of messed yeah. that up right now but if you can get to a reptile expo and you see someone who's working with the things that you're interested in go ask them because i can almost guarantee you they will be happy to talk about that thing that they're breeding yeah, almost guaranteed. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, there's some people who are just not, and that's whatever. You know, don't shop from them. But yeah. uh, <laughs> there are plenty of opportunities for you to get one-on-one conversation with people who are breeding them at expos. Yeah, I think expos. I mean, I think about for for me, like I am generally fairly introverted, um, but when I am are you trying to not slurp into the mic? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, but when I when I do think about um, being in a place where I'm like doing something I really enjoy, like a reptile show or like if I'm at a, a gig or something like that, mm-hmm. I tend to be like way more outgoing and like, hey, like what's going on? It's good to see you, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there's a massive community within reptile expos, yes. you know, especially like. You know, I mean, if, if you think about the big shows, you know, like Tinley and, and stuff, a lot of people are like, oh, man, it's like the massive family reunion because mm-hmm. it's like where people from the East Coast and the West Coast come. We all meet in the middle of the country and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, the local show scene is often where you get Dude, a lot of that. You can really plug into some interesting people at a local show. Yeah. Um, especially because they're closer to where you're at and mm -hmm. the way they keep things might be very similar to how you would want to keep things because they are living in a similar climate. You know, it's one thing to talk to Nick Mutton, who's breeding things in where he's in California, right? Yes. Um, He's breeding things on West coast, California, wherever. I don't know. West coast, somewhere, somewhere West coasty. It's (laughs) one thing to talk to him and see how he breeds things over there. 
But if you live in Southern Florida, mm-hmm. where it never gets cold or like very rarely ever gets cold, yep. the way you keep things is going to be different. It's yeah, exactly. just going to be different. Exactly. And and if you go to a Southern Florida Reptile Expo, to people who are breeding those things in the same area that you are, you're probably going to get more pertinent information or better information to keeping and breeding in your area than you might from someone who's on the opposite side of the country or the opposite side of the world. It's true. No, it's very true. Um, yeah. So I, I know, you know, I mean, you also just, you never know who you're going to encounter um, along, along the, the road. I mean, wonderful example is the two of us. Yes. You know what I mean? Like Rob and I've known each other for a long time. Like at least six months, at least, you know, since if not more. Yeah. I'll go with <laughs> six and a half months, but, <laughs> um, but reptile shows. Yep. That's, like, that's where I first got to know you. Yeah. Reptile shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the, the tables have turned and I've got the He's luxurious got the mustache. mustache. Yep. Yep. And Jeremy's clean shaven. For the most part, you know, a little, <laughs> little soul patch little soul still patch. happening. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's where all, all the, all the magic happens. At, at least, you know, in my eyes, I think about like, I used to always go to the white plane show. In, mm-hmm. in new york so i think about so many vendors that have that have come through that place and um and a lot you know so many of them that i still keep in touch with uh, my friend dom uh from big wheel reptiles um debbie and ross from jungle jewels reptiles uh rest in peace debbie um i mean so many people that's where i met barchek that's where i met brian barchek <laughs> you know and uh you know i mean that that was a whole endeavor in and of itself um but you know i mean if it wasn't for the local show scene that wouldn't be a thing you know and then i think about like the new hampshire show still a a, a decently sized show but nowhere near as large as white plains but like that's where i got to know like mark murdoch mm-hmm. um a plus serpents um you know just so many different alan people Both. yeah alan both you know just so many different people along the road you know and you're just walking by sometimes you're just walking by people's table and you're like oh man that thing's bad i gotta gotta talk to him i gotta talk to him i want to know more about that that's how i met jason up in maine is uh when i was really young like some of the first manchester shows that i went to he had um amazon treboas and and short tail pythons and i was like oh my god (laughs) short tails and amazon treboas i was like i gotta talk to this guy and i would just be like a little kid just like hey you're doing really cool things and he's like Thank you for yeah. appreciating these snakes because no one, no else, one else here does. does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe but, that's why the short tail community is so so tight knit because they're like, if we don't have each other, we have no we one. Have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I always like to like associate the the groups of communities by like kind of how the animals are viewed. Because like <laughs> the short tail community, people look at bloods and short tails and like, oh, they're not like they're mean and they're like cruel and they're like these you know swamp snakes. And you like look at some of the guys who keep or the people who keep short tails. And you're like, eh, maybe not. And but if you get to know them and like you don't rub them the wrong way, they're the best. They're freaking awesome. They're just like so chill, <laughs> so mellow. And as long as you don't fuck with us, we don't fuck with you. But that's, that's true. And it, that's exactly how it is, dude. Yeah. And then like the uh, the retic keepers, retics are like big, and they got to throw around their muscles and show everybody, look at how giant I am. And and that's exactly how the retic keepers are. And everyone's <laughs> gonna be mad at me for this episode. <laughs> and then bearded dragons are like, 
ah, and then the people <laughs> put clothes on them, and that's exactly how their keepers are too. Uh. And uh, I'm trying to think of what other communities the the chameleon people are like very dialed in. Like the chameleon people yeah. are focused. They really they are, are focused. focused. Yeah, because they have to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely have to be. But like, it's it's just like. Whenever I look at those little communities and things, I'm like, oh, man, they're just like so much like they're animals, not in looks, but like yeah. their personalities and the way that they kind of have their reputations and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, where ticks are like, you know, back in the day, they had this big gnarly reputation and the big tough guy and blah, blah, blah. And then nowadays they're like puff creams or whatever they're just like yeah now we have garrett hartles <laughs> oh no i like garrett <laughs> me too he's like one Love of the you, ones garrett. who's like the step out because the yeah <laughs> the, the he's like a super dwarf he's like ah. he's really quick and wriggly and <laughs> but he comes lots of cool you colors use, you gotta use a hook to get he's him back still in. manageable he's yeah, still he's manageable still... <laughs> and then like the the mainland guys are like look at how big i am and then you're like say that out back let's say that out back and they're like oh i'm sorry yeah <laughs> but uh i think I it's i don't know what's happening right i don't know now. i'm this is very abstract this i told is, you this episode was going to be abstract okay true. you you did you did moments so, before we started yes yeah <laughs> i don't know about the frog community and the, the tarantula community is weird and then the scorpion community is even weirder, weirder? Yeah. <sighs> um, i love the arachnids but Oh my Lanta, some people are weird as hell. <laughs> it's like they only talk to their spiders. <laughs> it's oof. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I, I definitely I, I would definitely agree. Just overall, I mean, I think it, you want to talk about ball the ball python keepers. Oh yeah. Quick to strike and then fast to retract. To curl up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden they're like i'm worth 10 million dollars and yeah, you're like are you right. though <laughs> yeah yeah wait when you when you peel off the versace sign to see dollar store uh, <laughs> dollar tree oh sorry dollar general sorry. sir oh man <laughs> depending on where you are <laughs> um yeah and i mean i i'm i i've been staring at this one comment in the chat that i think is is probably a valid one to uh to touch on a little bit uh, which we kind of just did a, a little bit like there there's always going to be jerks oh yeah you know no matter what community you're in no matter what you know what field you're in um people who are are jealous of whatever you're doing or or, or they just in general don't want to see other people succeed yeah for one reason or everything. another yeah and you know i mean the easiest thing to do when it comes to those kind of people is just ignore them yep those you know, people want nothing more than your attention the it's more true. attention you give them, the more power you give them. If you ignore them, it's yep. it's wonderful. It's delicious. It's palpable. Like it's 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 just oh, like Cajun fries. Oh, five it's guys? so good. <laughs> it's so good because you see that they want to engage so bad, and then you're like, did you, did you hear anything? Because I, I, I didn't hear shit. Yeah, I, didn't, <laughs> I, didn't I didn't hear, hear anything. anything. Yeah, I and I, you know, I think that's that's literally like the most important thing to to do. You know, if you don't engage there's nothing else for them to say yeah you know but i take mean in information if you you know there's always opportunities to learn right um from the greater community as a whole but you know don't let someone who's just coming in just to say some mean crap to you don't let them just come in and just say some mean crap to you and have it ruin your life because yeah. it's the internet at the end of the day like internet's a great place for community but it's still the internet it is still the internet that's exactly right that is exactly these right. people aren't paying your bills unless they're buying snakes from you so 
True. <laughs> and then they might True. be paying your bills. <laughs> but even then, sometimes, yeah, you just, you just gotta let them talk. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I I th- I certainly think like for myself personally back in the day when i was a kid i was like always ready to go like yeah you got something to say my fuck like you know and i used to get into it yeah and it's like it's just it's not worth it yeah you know like i would remember like being in those heated discussions being on a forum or on facebook or whatever and you're like waiting for the response you're like yeah say something smart now yeah i I got it and then it's just it never stops Un, until an admin stop disables comments but <laughs> that's how you know the smackdown's coming yeah exactly <laughs> but you know i mean just just let them let them talk you know just ignore them and, and do whatever and focus you know what you um give energy to you energize what you feed you energize you know so if if you're not going to bother paying attention to the negative stuff cool you know um you want to you want to work on on establishing those those positive relationships and building that foundation of 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 just good people yeah you know Um, yeah what you what energy you put into it definitely is what you'll probably get out of it yeah there there are exceptions to the rule but Mm -hmm. if you go out of your way to like take care of people and you know share information that you've gathered you know because I remember when I got my first snake, you know, by the time I got my first snake, I'm probably a bad example. Cause by the time I got my first snake, I had had like 10 years of reading experience and talking to everyone I could get my hands on. And, and he was only stuff. eight. I, uh, <laughs> I was 13, 13 years old. Um, but I, you know, I, I remember going into the forums and asking questions and trying to find someone who, you know, my the first time my ball python went off feed for more than two months. Yeah. You know, I was like a little nervous, not gonna lie. Yep. And that snake went eleven and a half months without eating. And then one day he just decided to come back online. And you know, I brought him to a vet after seven months, six or seven months, because I was like, Okay, we're back into summertime. Why is he not eating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the vet's taking weights and doing fecal samples and mouth swabs and this, that, and the other thing. And then, oh, no, he's perfectly healthy. This is like a very healthy ball python. They do this sometimes. So just, you know, offer him food sometimes and, you know, he'll eat when he's ready. If yep. he starts losing weight, bring him back. But don't even worry about it. Yep. So like every three weeks, I would be like, huh? Huh? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> and then like literally one day he was just like oh food and just like started eating yep. again and i still have that snake It'd he's like 19 sometimes. years old or something like that that's crazy ridiculous but you know you definitely do want to feed a community that will feed you back oh 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. i um I mean, for me, I'm, of course, because I focus on it, but for me, like the Morelia community has been one of the, the best communities that I've been a part of just from uh, conversations I've had with people to like, you know, if you have a question, like anybody that I've ever asked for help or advice on a situation, they've always been super forthcoming with information and, and whatever. And, and like that, you can't ask for anything better. Like, cause I mean, that's basically all we want. We want to have that connection with people. You know, if we're, if we have an issue, we can just be like, Hey, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Can you help me with this thing? And then, you know, people jump in. And especially if you've also established yourself in that group as either somebody who's new well, and eager 
or like someone who's willing to help willing to help exactly um listen you guys got morelia python radio okay this is not npr i know they still haven't even had me on their podcast oh wait they gotta they gotta <clears throat> have you on <clears throat> <clears throat> i thought i was supposed to kick off the year <clears throat> eric and owen <clears throat> you bastards <clears throat> Sorry, just had to. <laughs> um, anywho, you need to edit that. <laughs> I'm not editing any of that. That's they're getting called out. I uh, love you guys, but damn, oh, damn, what's a what's a motherfucker got to do <laughs> <laughs> to get on an NPR? <laughs> uh, no, but you know, I I mean the. I, I like to joke around, obviously. I think that all the carpet guys are like major jokesters. Yeah, like, that's any, probably true. I see a lot As of stuff carpet goes, pythons. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, nip you real quick. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm <laughs> okay, we're yeah. cool. And they get a little older and they're like, I'll still light you up sometimes. Yeah, legit. <laughs> legit. Oh, my I'm gosh. I'm saying, man, every animal is like the groups of the groups. Yep. I still, I got to uh, meet David Mean so I can figure out what the scrub people are like. Because There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my gosh. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the, these I mean, these are just the things, man. Like, I, as I'm talking about, as we're talking about different communities, I'm like, different names are popping into my head and, like, mm-hmm. different conversations and experiences. But, um. Yeah, I mean, freaking just be, just be cool, man. Just, just yeah. be cool, and the, and you know the energy you put out, you receive. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that's the the most important thing. Um, you know, and another another spot that you can really gain a lot of this community from is uh, you have a local or a regional herp society. I was just gonna say that Bam. I was gonna be like going from the regional reptile expos to your regional herp society. That's it. That's it. You know, and I mean, these are the people that are they're jumping in in your neighborhood mm-hmm. essentially they're jumping into this hobby in your neighborhood you know and um you know you might find out that oh man this person lives like right down the road from me or whatever like one town over like oh, i get to go hang out with them and they're cool animals and stuff um but establishing that kind of foundation is 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 massive because you know if you think about it on a grant on a grandiose scale your herp society kind of provides you with that the grassroots of of a community yes you know it's the people who have you know maybe a couple bearded dragons that they really like or like they've got a handful of ball pythons or whatever and they're like i like this stuff this Mm -hmm. is cool and i want to talk to other people who like this stuff and a lot of herb societies will put on you know educational demonstrations Um, i've given talks for the new england herb society a couple times uh when i was president of the main herpetological society i did i set up meetings and had you know people speak and talk about shipping animals and regulations Mm -hmm. and this that and the other thing but it was a great place for people to come together and uh and just like you know reptile expos there's a lot of pressure for the vendors to be like sell things sell things make your money make sure that you're paid for the day and blah 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 but in a herb society setting it's just chill just hanging out and a lot of herb societies will off will offer frozen rodents or maybe yeah. some might even do live rodents like down south i don't think they do maybe it up here so. yeah probably not up here but um uh frozen rodents at a discount so you can get locally sourced rodents as mm-hmm. opposed to buying from a big box store or whatever and you might get them at like the same price without having to pay shipping so yep it's a great opportunity i used to That's buy it. a lot of rodents from the new england Herb society. society yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah and th- those those resources are invaluable 
invaluable especially like i mean <clears throat> you know you, that's when you want to become buddy buddy with the guy who brings in all the rodents he's like hey hey buddy hey, hey. i hope you carry some stuff in how yeah. many pinkies you got right yeah now? <laughs> yeah exactly just bring those right to my car i yeah, got just... don't worry about it don't worry about it meet me up back you know <laughs> i'll take care i'll hook you up <laughs> let me get that i hope you carry that box in discount <laughs> yeah um sometimes i would get it <laughs> yeah you know but um but yeah i mean that that's like that's like everything you know, it really is. And, you know, a lot of times, too, if, if you ever find yourself in the in a sticky situation for for whatever reason, like, you know, a health issue or something, you might need to rehome a couple of animals like and you're like, oh, man, like I don't really have the time to ship things or whatever. Like if you have that network within your local herb society, you know, sometimes all it takes is one message and then they can, you know, immediately put out feelers within the rest of the the members you know and be yeah. like hey so and so's got a problem like they need to unload a couple of animals does anybody have any space whatever and it gives you a little bit of that peace of mind you know um just knowing that you have that network immediately available to you and not on yeah. the other side of the country because it's cool to meet reptile or like to make reptile friends all over the place and all over the world but uh, if your power goes out and you need to have somebody who's cool to have 10 snakes and pillowcases at their house for a couple days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's much better to have someone down the road than, uh, you know, someone 10 states away or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man, I wish there were more reptile people in, in Western Mass when I was growing up. Yeah. It was like very few. Or it was like the uh, I am a boa constrictor because I think it's cool person. There was never I, I think that you know really the one name that comes to mind uh, is uh, is Shakim Scott. Oh, who um, somebody else? No, I'm not talking about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you talk about Joe, but it ain't him. Um, but uh, yeah, like when I was when I was a kid, <laughs> stop it, Rob. <laughs> when I was a kid growing up, you know, when I, I was like in my early teens and working at a local pet shop uh this this dude came in and he was like all like super reptile geek mm -hmm. and uh and he at first he kind of like rubbed me the wrong way because he like tried to challenge me on stuff because i was like this little kid and then like i got to know him and i was like oh, okay you're actually not a piece of crap you just kind of you're a little abrasive that's all right some people in this industry are um a lot of people in this industry are. yeah it's true <laughs> but uh he and i became great friends and uh and every once in a while now like i haven't really talked to him in, in a, a few years actually and then oddly enough he randomly calls nerd to ask for me he's like, i saw you on youtube i knew you're up there <laughs> i'm like oh my god dude like I, I haven't i haven't talked to you in like forever like how's things what are you keeping if you're still keeping stuff he's got a good little collection and um you know, like I, if it wasn't for people like him, like he was always pushing me to learn stuff there. And, you know, if I ever found myself in a in a in a bind for something like I could hit him up and be like, dude, do you know the answer to this? Or like, do you know who I should talk to about whatever? And he was like a, a super great resource for me um, when I was younger. But he was like one of the only people within, you know, Western Mass that yep. actually was like really, really into it. And as I got older, I met other people, but he was like one of the first people that you met. Yeah. yeah. See, when I was really young, I didn't know. Like I knew that there was a herb site because I got my first snake at a New England herb society meeting. Mm. It was when it was in, what is it? Hingham at the, Oh my God, I'm blanking on the name of the thing. It was like a room twice the size of this room so like a <laughs> tiny tiny room yeah there was like room. three tables or four tables there yep. um and there was like a couple leopard geckos 
couple ball pythons, like normal ball pythons, yep. uh, water dragons, maybe an iguana. And that was it. <laughs> like it was uh, nothing there. And, but I got to meet a couple people who like bred things locally. And the guy who I got Monty from my first snake, listen, okay. I got him almost 20 years ago. It was almost original then. It's not original anymore. People are like, I've heard 27 Montys. And I'm like, I did mine before that. <laughs> but uh, meeting those people, and he had the guy who I got him from had produced him. So he's a captive bred snake. And I was like, oh my God, go. a captive bred ball python is a black back, fully striped down black back, down his back. It was amazing. And he only wanted yeah. 75 bucks. And I was like, oh. To scrape together 75 yeah. <laughs> and uh you know that was kind of just opening up that door for me to be like oh my god there are other people who are like actually crazy about reptiles around here because what i did when i was a kid is i took all of my friends and i was like you guys like reptiles now <laughs> yeah yeah hey you have to like you this. have to like reptiles because <laughs> if we're gonna hang out i don't talk about anything else and they're like yep. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they were cool. super cool with it. Yeah, they're super cool with it. Because when you're a kid, you know, people are you know, almost everyone's into catching bugs and looking for toads and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. like when I was a kid, you know, all the kids are into it. Uh, one of my neighbors, Corey, we went out and we're catching salamanders, like redback salamanders. Mm -hmm. And he, I brought a critter keeper and he forgot to like bring something to put them in. And oh, so boy. he like just put a couple in his pockets. Oh, and oh, I think you've told this story. Before. Did I? Did I do it on the podcast? I think once before, but it was a while ago. So long story short, he forgot to empty his pockets all the way out. And when his mom was doing laundry and taking things out of the dryer, there was a very clean salamander in the dryer. And she called me screaming like, come over here. There's a giant lizard in my dryer. And I was like, it's dead. And she's like, no, it's not. And I was like, there's no way that a salamander went through your washer your soap, your detergents, yeah. then through your dryer, dryer spin cycle and is okay. And I get over there and it was perfectly fine. It was like just plopped right on top. The cleanest salamander you've ever seen in your life. That's amazing that it was actually alive. <laughs> I was like, oh, it did go from amphibian to reptile. Is it like dried out from the dryer? But no, it was, I guess not. It must have been like in a little patch of like moisture like he must have had like <laughs> leaves and dirt in his pocket too because the thing was just like super clean like it was a little dry but it was just shing sparkle sparkle uh, and i was like oh my god perfect perfect <laughs> but like you know he's he doesn't keep reptiles don't now. try that at home folks yeah please don't yeah. try that at home uh there are easier ways to clean your <laughs> <laughs> clean your pet salamanders. <laughs> oh my god uh, but he doesn't keep reptiles now but like when we were younger that was the thing. And I used to like go out and I lived right near the woods. So when I got out of school, me and my friends would just take off into the woods and we'd bring a five gallon bucket and we'd just like catch snakes and throw them in, catch snakes and throw them in and catch snakes and throw them in. And we get back to my house and like set them up in a basin and like feed them a bunch of worms and like just watch stuff. And my parents' rule was everything's got to go by nighttime. As soon as the yep. sun goes down, everything's got to get let go. Yeah. So I would always let things go. But I always wanted to get them to eat. But, you know, most of my friends back then, they they were, like, super into it. And, like, hardly any of them keep reptiles now. But they all had a really great time. And 
that, that was my community back then. I kind of made my own community. Yeah. And you can do that too. Cause like hundred percent. Yeah. Here's the thing. So a lot of people I've self-selected on my Facebook that my Facebook is only reptile people. <laughs> if you don't like reptiles or arachnids and stuff, you're probably not friends with me on Facebook because that's all I post about or talk for the most part, talk about for the most part. And, but a lot of people, They've got their family on there and random friends and school and coworkers and this, that, and the other thing. And those people are not tied into reptiles. They're oh, only shit. experienced with reptiles as I saw the movie Anaconda once. And so when they see a picture of a ball python wrapped around your neck, they're going, it's squeezing you to death. And you're like, yeah, this is my pet of 10 years. It's not squeezing yeah, me to death. Fine. He's fine. just staying warm on my neck. And you have a great opportunity there to create a little bit of community for, <laughs> for yourself. I'm serious, dude. Yeah. Like a lot of people. So one of the things that I'm super into that not a lot of people are into or less people are into is tarantulas. And so when I would post pictures of tarantulas, I would constantly get people who are like, Nope, 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 Nope. The snakes <laughs> are cool. Don't do that. The spiders are too much. Yeah. And then after a couple months of just like, if they didn't immediately unfriendly after a couple months, They'd see one that they think is cool, like a Goody Sapphire, P. Metallica, where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. bright blue and yellow. And they're like, <laughs> okay, that one's cool. That one's pretty But nice. all the rest of them are terrible. Yeah. And then I post another <laughs> one, like a Caribbean Versicolor and Antilles Pink Toe. And they'd be like, okay, that one's kind of pretty too. And then you post a picture of a jumping spider, super up close macro. Yeah. And it's got these big eyes and it's just staring at you. And they're like, <sighs> Why are you converting me to thinking that these things are okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And slowly <laughs> over time, exposure therapy, people can get used to it and get over it. And they eventually they'll want to learn because they're going, okay, that one's not bad looking. That one's kind of cute. That yep. one's really cute. And then they're going to go, okay, why was I afraid of these things? Why do I think they're cute now? <laughs> Tell me more. And then you have the opportunity yeah. to have a conversation. And you can create more community that way. That's true. I always encourage people to share their pets, their reptiles on social media if you can. And if you have the patience to do so, I mean, not everyone has the patience to sit there and hand, hold everybody's hand yeah. and say, hey, look, you know, it's not a venomous snake. It's not going to kill me. It was not lying in its in my bed to size me up. They don't do that. Um, <laughs> you know, it only eats once a week. You know, teach them, teach people yeah. because people ultimately want to learn. They do. 100%. They, they yeah. definitely do. They don't generally want to be afraid, especially of something that is as harmless as a as most reptiles are. Yeah. Legit. And legit. I, I can't tell you how many people who have been like, you know, I, the first time I posted my bearded dragon, I got a lot of not in my house. And then after people seeing six months of my bearded dragon hanging out with me on the couch and me feeding them little pieces of strawberry, <laughs> blueberries, they're like, okay, that yeah, thing's kind of cute. Yeah. I kind of yep. like them. And then they kind of get to know your name for your pet if you name them. And mm -hmm. it kind of gets people habituated to it and it gets them to get over that uh, discomfort that they feel with the yeah, animals. Yeah, for sure. For that's sure. better for everybody. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I've also uh, over the years certainly experienced the same, where people are like, "Oh no, why are you posting that? I want to see that in my timeline." All that, all that nonsense. Um, but I've also been able to utilize it as a musician because I get a lot of musicians that add me mm -hmm. on Facebook from stuff, and uh, we'll finally meet in person or whatever. And they'll be like, "You, you're the one that posts all the snake the stuff. Snake guy. What the hell is up with that?" And I'm like. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's have Let's a conversation. Talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And, uh, you know, or in some instances, uh, I've run into other musicians that also keep reptiles hmm. that don't, you know, it, it's a very minor part of their life. Yeah. So that they don't really, you know, um, I, I forgot who, I forgot who exactly it was. Um, I think it was my, my buddy Max, but, um, we were talking after I was visiting somebody else on their gig and I started talking with the the bass player who ended up owning a bearded dragon because mm-hmm. he was, oh, you know, what do you what do you do? And I'm like, oh, a musician. Oh, do you do anything else? Oh, yeah, I keep reptiles. And like, no way, dude. I got a bearded dragon. And, what do you have? And I'm like, I have a <laughs> snakes. No, let's not go down this road. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but like those those instances have been really cool, um, you know, or my my favorite right now uh best story since coming to nerd being in a studio session mm-hmm. totally unrelated to anything like it wasn't a metal session wasn't a nothing whatever i had my case on my back slung on my back but i was wearing my nerd hoodie mm-hmm. i take my bag off and i turn around to put it on the floor and the bass player's like you and i'm like huh yeah and he's like you work at nerd. You work with that crazy guy, Kevin. And it was like, huh? He's like, I've seen you on the YouTube. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, God, please don't say ball python. <laughs> and he's like, ball, ball python. <laughs> okay, that's my new profile picture. Right there. Amazing. Oh, yeah, dude. boy. Dude, I was so I you know i don't really go and do a lot of things but there was like a really good ice cream place across the street from nerd mm-hmm. and one summer day i just like walked over there and i'm standing in line at the ice cream place and it's like a huge line huge line yeah. so i'm just like sitting there like oh my god sweat to death because uh, it's like right in the summertime yeah and all of a sudden i hear like this little girl's voice oh my oh my god it's it's the guy it's the, it's the guy and like I already knew that this is going to be me. Like everybody else in line. <laughs> Way I, to be cocky, I know it's got to be me. It's got to be me. Who else is it going to be? And so I like kind of like turn and like peek around a little bit. And this little girl is like probably like seven years old. And she's just like waving frantically. She's like, reptile guy. You're the reptile guy over. Here. Your name's Rob. And I was like, yeah, hey, how's it going? And she's like, I got my leopard gecko from you last year. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, how's it doing? And she's like, mom, show them the picture. Show them the picture. And she like, her mom's like, gets gets her phone out and like is scrolling through. And she's showing me all these pictures of her leopard gecko. And she's like, I love this leopard gecko so much. So <laughs> much. It's my first pet reptile. And I love it so much. <laughs> and she got like so amped. And I was like, I am so glad that you love your leopard gecko um you should share that with your friends and she's like i have my friends come all over all come over and then i feed them crickets and they like to watch them chase them uh, I'm like awesome. yes <laughs> yes that's what it's about that's awesome because those people are having a positive experience with those reptiles she's creating her own little community of people who are now going to be more accepting of those reptiles because yeah. to the person who's never met someone with a bearded dragon or never met someone with a leopard gecko or never met someone with 47 ball pythons those are people you, are weird. Are you 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 calling me out, Rob? I don't know how many ball pythons you have. I didn't count. It's like around forty nine. <laughs> Whoops, that was close. <laughs> yeah, but it's creating that little bit of community ar- around these animals, and it's exposing 100%. people to this thing that otherwise they would not have any exposure to. 
And that is huge when it comes to our ability to um, express what we like about these animals. Because if someone doesn't have experience with snakes and like, like I saw the crocodile hunter and the snakes like striking at him and trying to kill him. And I seen Anaconda where it like squeezes JLo and eats her. And it's like, yeah, that's not. Like, that's not it. That's not what most snakes are like, though. Yeah. Uh, but then you have someone who's got their own pet snake, like our friends who have their ball python snake spear. And when William Snake Spear, you can't, if you're listening to this, you're not allowed to steal that name. That, they're the first people I know who named a snake that, and they get that one. That's that, theirs. That actually is a wonderful <laughs> name. It's great. I can't say and they, that's a snake they got that. from me. And so it's like, you know, when <laughs> when their friends meet Snake Spear, William Snake Spear, when, they, when their friends meet him, they're like, dude, you'll. Snake Spear is awesome. I love him, and it's that's, it's that's it's a little community around that that animal, and and now people are not looking at it like this monster, and it's gonna lay down in bed next to you to size you up, which is a myth. Please stop perpetuating that if you're listening and you think that that's the truth. I don't expect anyone who's listening to this to believe that, but regardless, uh, you know they don't think about the movie Anaconda. They think about Snake Spear. And yep. how cool he is, and how like he's a little ball python. He's got a cute little face and big eyes, and it's cute. William Snakes. <laughs> Dude, I've heard some really a... original names yeah. over the years, and I ever I just love to hear original names when it comes to all the different reptiles. Dude, uh, I I. I just like that name. It's great. <laughs> it's a great name because the first time I heard it, I almost pissed myself because I was like, that is the best name. Yeah. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. You guys win. That's shout that's out to Serena one. and Ian. Cause that's a good one. That's a uh, great name. That really is a good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm just taking all of that in real quick. <laughs> William snake spear. Man, he's a Renaissance snake. Uh. <laughs> Uh, now I'm trying to think of really creative uh, Shakespeare titles that turn them <laughs> reptile related. Like, what would you? What would Hamlet be? A hognose snake. No, but but what what would if you were to change Hamlet to be like a reptile's name that was creative? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I still would call it Hamlet and just do a hognose snake. Maybe, yeah. A hog, pig. I maybe I'm thinking too much into it now. But Fly pig, pig nose turtle. Uh, Hamlet? Uh, <laughs> maybe so. Actually, that's that's pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a really long night thinking of <laughs> creative Shakespeare titles that could be snake names. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna make a a, a list. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> this needs to be a section: creative uh, reptile names on the oh, podcast. Man, yeah, Mm-mm. that's amazing. That's wow. Yep. That's so that totally derailed everything that I'm I was going to say. I'm but sorry. It's okay. It was it was good. It was definitely good. Um another another really wonderful way that uh that we've been able to make the community a community, which we kind of already talked a little bit about with when it with regard to like Facebook groups. Um it's just social media in general. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I'm thinking about this because I'm like looking at at these list of names for people that we need to reach out to to be on the podcast, which we're not telling you about. Um, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of these people I, I've had the opportunity to talk to 
um, in person, but also online. And if it wasn't for that, it would be, it would have become a lot more difficult to, to touch base with a lot of these people. Um, and just in general, you know, because like not everybody checks their email every day, or if they do, they don't check it multiple times a day, like Rob, like me. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, people are always on their Facebook or their Instagram or they're doing something for YouTube or whatever. So it's a lot easier now to, to touch base with people and get information. You know, I mean, you just go on Facebook and you find Ozzy from Ozzy Boyd's, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, you, you know, you go to Instagram and, and you can find Justin Kabelka or Miguel at always evolving pythons. Um, and when you message those pages, it's them. <laughs> it's really them for the, for the most part. Um, <laughs> um, if you message Brian Barczyk, he's not going to respond, but it's also not him, but <laughs> maybe, no, that's not true. That's not true. I'm kidding. Um, but you know, I, I mean, we live in a really unique time right now when it comes to this. It's, uh, if you message Kevin, it's definitely not him. Oh, he won't read it. Yeah. No. If anyone replies back, it wasn't Kevin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Johnny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, this is it's a an invaluable resource when it comes to creating that community, especially when it comes to like, you know, if, if I think about the ball python community, just because that's what's publicized really more than anything else, um, the names. Justin Kabelka, Brian Barchek, Kevin McCurley, they Ozzy Boyd. They've got their own little communities, but they're also like a lot of people look up to them. Yeah. So there's that almost that element of like rock stardom kind of like, oh my God, like they're the ultimate whatever. And like you can send them a message on Instagram <laughs> and it's them and you can have a conversation with them if they respond to you. Or in the comment section. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh I think that's that's awesome. You know, it just it, it's it's cool, you know, to have a conversation with somebody that you look up to and, and establishing that. And, you know, exactly like what Rob was saying, like they have their own little communities within themselves. I'd like, say nerd has its own little community inside exactly. of the reptile community. Exactly. Some of them are here in our chat right yeah. now. We appreciate everybody in the chat right now. Hey. Thank you. Thank you for being in the chat, even though we're not paying attention to you very much. <laughs> I'm trying to. We, we appreciate you still. Yes, it's true. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think the aspect of, of community in the reptile community. <laughs> community within the community. That's right. Um, I mean, it's, all, it's only gotten stronger as time has gone on. Just, again, with social media being able to bring people together in a much larger and faster way than ever before. Um, and especially now with COVID going on, reptile shows aren't really a thing. Herp Society meetings aren't really a thing. What's still a thing? Social media. And yep. we're pretty much all scouring it right now, just looking for something to occupy our time, especially for those of us that still aren't working. Um, but I mean, how awesome is that? When in other, the only other way to uh, previously really create this community was you had to go out to a reptile show or you had to go find wherever the Herb Society was because there weren't many 20 plus years ago Mm -hmm. um you know or you had to be willing to pick up the phone or send an email and pray to god that person saw the email and replied to you um so it's a way different time now and uh and the way it's going and as fast 
it's progressing as the reaches of social media just continue. I, I mean, keeping reptiles is becoming less and less of a taboo as years go on, which means that community is just continuing to grow and grow and grow, which is wonderful. Um, and it's really up to us to take advantage of, of all of those opportunities that, that are in front of us, whether we realize it or not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that the next thing that comes out, because I know that Facebook isn't going to be around forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing that comes out, I'm very curious to see what direction it goes in because yeah. Facebook is not the easiest for communities, honestly. It's meant True. more for like you and then maybe a couple people, like not not a ton of people, yeah. which is like the 5,000 friend cap. It's, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. lot of people. That a is a lot of people. And you're not going to have community with all of those people, mm-hmm. no matter what you do. It's just not feasible. Yeah. But it is much more feasible to be in a group and be friends with. The 20 people who regularly post on there yeah or the 30 people who regularly comment in there and and to learn and to grow with each other because you know every single person can learn something new true. every single person true and, and if you think that you can't you're wrong 100 percent, 100 percent. i mean perfect example and and i was i was talking with um with lucas about this like i, I sent him a, a message while he was in the air morph market yeah are we sponsored by Morph Market? No. Oh, I bought this shirt. <laughs> you did buy that shirt. Uh, no, no. I was just I I didn't want to interrupt anything. But Morph Market has its own community. Oh, like, that's true. Back when King Snake had forums and stuff, they had a community. But yes. Morph Market is like the new reptile kind of thing. Hang place. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they they've got a forum on there yet, but I I'm willing to bet I'm that sure it's they'll do come, something like come that soon. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I'm just like the the topic of like still learning you know forever learning you know and i was saying this to lucas i sent him a, a, a text just being like hey dude like i hope you had a great time blah, blah, blah. like keep that keep that passion keep that energy and drive and um and always be willing to learn i was like because hell i didn't realize that royal diadems were rear fanged venomous until we started looking up information about information them. and i was like holy crap i've known about this species for a while but i did <laughs> not know that that was an aspect of that species um and that kind of got me even more geeked out about it. You're like, I need some of those. I was like, I might need some of those colubrids. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, you wanting more colubrids? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> got a couple more. How Two many? More. 12. 12. <laughs> 12. 13. 14. I had an opportunity. <laughs> there that's, it is. That's Jeremy. That's, that's the phrase. It, it is. It is my phrase as, as literally everything's been, everything else has been like, I have to save money. And then it's next thing I know is like, I got this opportunity yeah. and I couldn't turn it down. <laughs> Shout outs to you, Dan Magano and Limey. <laughs> so if you want to see the new projects that Jeremy's yeah. working with, you have to go to our OnlyFans. Hey, there you go. If you want to see pictures of the new things that I picked up, you have to go check out our OnlyFans. I'm pretty excited about it. Yep. I still have not ever logged into our OnlyFans. I need to do that. So now that I've said it here on the podcast. Hold him accountable. I have to do it. So if you're not a part of our OnlyFans, you need to go to OnlyFans.com slash Reptile Talk. And subscribe to and us. And subscribe to us. Please. Please do it. Yeah. If Please. you do that, we're, we're also 
Gonna be sending out wristbands. I got cool creeping it real wristbands. Hey. hey. Let's say reptile keeper on one side and then creeping it real on the other side. And I got other Boo. ones to say education nation on them and also reptile keeper. And we have reptile talk stickers. I'm still holding them hostage at my house. <laughs> <laughs> but we have them. We got them. We got them. And em. then um we're also gonna be probably doing another t-shirt order soon. Yes. So I know a lot of a lot that. of people have been waiting for more t-shirts to come in. So that's happening. So Jeremy. Yes. People want to find out more about you. Where are they going to go? They're going to go to our OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. You can find out more about me here on YouTube. Woo, YouTube um, at Brassman Reptiles, Facebook at Brassman Reptiles, uh, and uh, Instagram at Brassman Reptiles, and I think that, oh, and Twitter at Brassman Rep. What about Brassman you, Rob? Rip. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Rob is creeping at real. On YouTube, Rob is creeping it real, and Twitter, Rob is creeping. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is the end of our resource episodes for yes. the month of January 2021. Yes. But if you're listening to this currently, like currently as the episodes are coming out, until the end of March 2021. Oh, this is right. If you right. take one of our resource episodes and share it with a friend, send it to them in a message, post it on your Facebook wall or Instagram, share it with somebody who you think might be interested with it. Send me a screenshot at Rob is creeping it real on Instagram and you will be entered. We're going to choose one person. We're going to send a lucky person, a digital temp gun, like a Bam. really nice temp gun because everyone should have a temp gun in their reptile room. So where'd you hear that? Oh, on our resource episode about tools of the trade. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, if you're interested in entering that, I've already got a, a good list of names of people who have entered and there's still time. So the end of March, 2021, if you're listening to this after that time, sorry, you missed out. Maybe we'll do a different contest later, but concurrently right now, uh, you can still do that yes, up sir. until the last week of March, 2021. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya.